The name Hobart may be unfamiliar to many of you out there, but to anyone who has ever worked in a professional kitchen, bakery, or even in the military, it is likely less foreign. Hobart is a food equipment manufacturer best known for their commercial grade stand mixers. They are so well known in this field, in fact, that any commercial stand mixer, despite the brand, is generally referred to as Hobart. But, that is, but this isn't the story of Hobart. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this is a brief history of the electric mixer. In 1908, an engineer named Herbert Johnson, who worked for the Hobart Company, was watching a baker mix bread using a metal spoon, which is kind of a ridiculous way to make bread, but whatever. Johnson observed that the work was so difficult it was causing the baker to sweat into the dough, which is pretty disgusting. And this gave Johnson an idea for an electric, electric excuse me, or quote-unquote sweatless mixer. In 1915, the Hobart Company released their 80-quart electric stand mixer, which was quickly adopted by the U.S. Navy and pretty much every bakery in the U.S. It quickly became obvious that Hobart had a success on their hands, and so to them, the next logical step was to shrink the technology and create a residential version of their stand mixer. Apparently, the story goes, while testing out the new machine, one of the executive's wives remarked uh, that it was the best kitchen aid she had ever had. And in 1919, the electric home mixer was released, and the KitchenAid brand was born. The first KitchenAid mixer weighed 65 pounds and cost $189, which in 1919 was the equivalent of about $2,000 today. The story goes that because of the weight and the price, retailers refused to carry the product, and so Kitchen, uh, KitchenAid went about a door-to-door -door marketing campaign. They sent armies of women out into the neighborhoods all over the country selling their stand mixers as only they could. And in an effort to show off the functionality of their mixers, KitchenAid developed a juicing attachment and a food grinder. By 1930, KitchenAid wasn't the only kid on the block anymore. Sunbeam released its Mixmaster, which cost the equivalent of only about $300 today. It also weighed a lot less. It took six years and the aid of the famous industrial designer Egmont Arns for KitchenAid to finally catch up on Sunbeam. This Egmont Arns designed that, that I might not be pronouncing that name right, but he's a designer. He's a weird name. He has to. This Egmont Arns designed mixer was sleeker, smaller, and much cheaper at only $55. This is when the standard KitchenAid bullet design was introduced. And the KitchenAid hasn't changed much since 1936. And in fact, all the attachments for this mixer, for the mixer at this period, um, fit modern KitchenAids today, which is crazy. Then, in 1954, KitchenAid introduced multiple colors of their mixer so you could have one that matched your kitchen and your personality. In 1952, Sunbeam released its handheld mixer, uh, modeled after manual-powered ones from the late 19, or 1800s and early 1900s, and this made electric mixers more affordable and accessible, more of a gateway to the bigger mixers. And then not much really happened between the 50s and the 70s. KitchenAid continued to gain market share over Sunbeam, um, but the two kind of battled back and forth until 1973. And that was when Carl Sonthermer, again, not pronouncing that right, decided to create his own version of the mixer. And so was born Cuisinart. Carl knew that it would be difficult to break into the market that for so long had been dominated by only two companies. And so he set about creating an early form of influencer marketing approaching famous chefs like Julia Child and James Beard, and in 1977, on the back of this influencer marketing campaign, 
Quizzing our sales went from a few mixers a month to hundreds. All three of these companies are still in the mixer business, though KitchenAid no longer belong, is owned by Hobart. It seems to me that uh, that all of these companies have their own loyal following. If you're a KitchenAid person, you would never dream of owning a Sunbeam, Cuisinart, or even the new brand Breville that came out in 2002, or came to North America in 2002 from Australia, and vice versa. Anyway, I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and we've been looking at a brief history of the electric mixer. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode, and if you have, please like, share, comment, rate, whatever you want to do with it. Um... Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. Like I said, you can like and subscribe, rate, and comment on this podcast. That would be amazing if you did that for me. Um, say so, that's it. Uh, have a great Thursday, everybody, and I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. I'll see you then.